0: hope everything is going good with you and i hope everything is going good with yours we want to talk a couple of minutes because we live in this crazy crazy world and in this crazy crazy world people will do anything for a like anything for a comment and anything for a subscriber and we are almost to the point where i am talking about anything you have to understand that dopamines And serotonin hit the brain when people get likes to their post on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, Instagram, Facebook, when their YouTube channels hit, when somebody comments. We have to learn to digitally detox ourselves. Let me say that again. I don't know why I'm stammering. Digitally detox ourselves. The phones are ruling the world. We're going to talk about, I'm sure that some people suffered some great damage this week when phone lines went down by AT&T and other operators earlier this week. We had a guy this week, Chicago Ray. Chicago Ray goes out there and he tough talks about how him and fellow truckers are going to cripple the city of New York by not delivering goods Uh, To New York, just to have to backtrack. So he got a lot of love. He got a lot of support for a couple of days. Then he had to go on and make himself look like a total fool. You got people out there who are willing to cheat to get likes, subscribes, and comments. And what I mean by cheating is they're buying their likes, they're buying their comments, they're buying their subscribers. And then One day they have many, the next day after they get busted, they go down. Then you have the other people who do likes for likes, who actually post on websites all over, begging other people to like for like, subscribe for subscribe. There's nothing organic there, there's no honesty there, there's no integrity there. Then you have people who are willing to do dangerous activity, we had a kid recently die in New York City, subway surfing. If you don't know what that is, that's riding the top of a train as though you are surfing in the water. And he did this because his mother says he's addicted to meta. He's addicted to TikTok. He needs this dopamine. He needs this serotonin to hit his brain. I mean, she's taking no responsibility. People are taking no responsibility. There have been all kinds of dangerous activities. There have been all kinds of dangerous challenges posted on TikTok, on Twitter, and on YouTube, where people are messing up their esophagus because they're eating things that's too hot. They're taking blows to the body that they don't need to take. They're going into dangerous situations they don't need to be in. You got some people who are out there who will say anything. They don't even mean what they say. They don't even believe in what they say. They say it just to get a visceral response. They're fake. They pretend to be somebody that they're not. The truth no longer matters to them. The only thing that matters is a like, a comment, or a subscriber. You know what? You have those same people who will do fake news. Or they will post direct, phony clickbaits. You will never find me clickbaiting you. If I have a t- topic listed as a title, I discuss that topic. That is just my per- personal preference, to always be as obvious, honest and treat, even if it's five people, as though there are five million people listening to me. And the more people listen to you, the more people that can pull your card. So you got to be honest. You can't say one thing in January, have a different point of view in February, and then by March, be back to the original feeling that you had in January. So it's not all about likes. It's not all about comments. And it's not all about subscribers. Those are all great things. I'm not going to sit here and jive you. Those are what you partly do this for. But you should have a message that you're trying to get across. If you're trying to be funny, then be funny. If you're trying to be educational, then educate somebody. If you're trying to just share some information, share that information as honestly and truthfully as you humanly possibly can. Don't get famous and lose your integrity. Don't sell your soul for a like. Don't sell your soul for a comment. Do not sell your soul for multiple subscribers. It is all right. We lived a life, most of us, over a certain age, we lived a life before these things even were thought about. You never thought about somebody subscribing to you. That that would have been foreign. That would have been gibberish. That would have been talk that you never heard of. You know, your buddies commented on what you said in real time, right then and there. It was organic as it could be. If you was in the barbershop and you made an argument on LeBron or Michael Jordan, you got an answer right then and there. You said something political, you got your answer right then and there. Nobody gave you a heart, a check, a, a, a gift to what you said. said something earlier this week. I got 28,000 hits on X. I wasn't looking for 28,000. I didn't even think that I said anything that great. All I said was I thought Tiger Woods was done uh, when he had to withdraw from the tournament last week and all of a sudden I had all these retweets and, and you know what? It didn't do anything for me and it didn't take anything away from me but I hope That somebody who's listening to me got something out of this. Don't do any dangerous activity. Don't have to apologize to millions of people because you said something that was offensive and you don't even mean it. Mean what you say and say what you mean at all times, and life will be a lot easier. And that's basically all I got to say about that subject for now. Adia Broadbent, a young lady passed away at the age of 39. She was an HIV and AIDS fighter. This was the young lady that was born on Oprah as a very young child. I'm sure that she's been through a lot in her short time on this earth and I wish that she rests in peace. A former Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl champ from the 1978 Super Bowl champion team, Golden Richards died at the age of 73. It seemed like he lived a pretty sad on and off life after leaving the NFL, but he was a good part of the Cowboys team for four years. And as I said, he even caught a touchdown in that Super Bowl championship 78 against the Denver Broncos. So I say rest in peace to Mr. Golden Richards. So bulldog cases had to recall their Magnum biometric pistol vaults. Over a hundred and twenty thousand of these biometric safes were recalled for because they are a threat of serious injury risks. Children can open these safes. Biometric just means it takes your fingerprint and you use your fingerprint to open the safes. Now you have got to be able to double check any property that you own in your house that you think that you were using as a safety mechanism against your children or visitors getting at your weapons. That is partly your responsibility, but bulldog cases to put this type of garbage out there on the market for people to buy makes no sense. Uh, I'm glad it was recalled before four and five and six-year-olds get a hold of loaded weapons and uh, do damage to themselves to their little friends or maybe even their parents now new york city is gone buck while mayor eric adams comes up with this idea that a family of four can get fifteen thousand two hundred dollars per year an immigrant non-american non-registered to vote illegal immigrant can get that much money of taxpayers' cash and a debit card. Now, here's the problem with that. Should you help out these immigrant families or migrant families who are coming in? Sure, they should not be on the streets of New York starving. They should not be on the New York streets cold, wet, or being abused or taken advantage of. But when you're putting money, this type of money in people who are not taxpayer citizens and you're telling taxpayers, some people who have to eat ramen noodles two or three times a week because they can't afford to pay rent, pay taxes, go to a shitty job and they have no money. But you find these type of money to give to people who are not even citizens. We don't believe that charity begins at home. We never did in this country. Charity begins abroad, and the people who live at home, God bless them. And what's going to happen here is we're going to find out about scam after scam. We're going to find out about abuse after abuse. Will I be surprised that six months down the line that somebody in this administration has gotten a hold of, say, 10 or 15 of these cars, 20 of these cars, and they've been buying things that they shouldn't be buying, or store owners will be allowing people to okay, you spent a thousand dollars and I'll give you two hundred dollars cash for it. I mean, this this opens a picture for a lot of bad things to go wrong. So, you know, I don't know. We finally got the names of the shooters in the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. One dude's name is Lindell Mays. Another dude's name is Dominic M. Miller. Now, both of them have been charged with second-degree murder, two counts of criminal action, and unuseful use of a weapon. Now, these people are so crazy. I understand that people go through things. But one of the mothers actually set up a GoFundMe. GoFundMe has got to do a better job of monitoring what GoFundMe's uh being set up for. There should be no GoFundMe set up for Trump. There should be no GoFundMe set up for people who caused this kind of damage to people who wanted to just go out and celebrate a parade and where this many children were injured. You know, I mean, one of the guys said that he he knew that he was just being stupid. Uh, you know what? Don't be stupid. Don't ever be stupid. Try to avoid confrontation if you possibly can, especially if you already know that you're armed and willing to use your weapon. And if you are armed, you have to be willing to use your weapon or leave the damn thing at home. Uh, I understand. I'm a gun owner. I carry a gun. Am I willing to fire that gun? Yes, that's why that gun is loaded. That's why I take training to make sure that I don't injure somebody who shouldn't be injured. I will only use it if somebody is trying to put deadly harm towards me or mine. And other than that, I'm not using it to intimidate. I'm not using it to get involved in situations that I have no business being involved with. And you know what? We got to use our heads out here, man. So we did have, like I said earlier, U.S. cell outage. Over 60,000 at customers said they were unable to make calls and only got this SOS on their uh, phone listing that they could only make 911 or emergency phone calls. Now those people who lost their service and were not able to get Wi-Fi, they probably felt like, it was the end of times to them because let's not forget everything we do is digital. So, because you don't have the ability to make phone calls, you could put people in a direct panic instantly by just taking their Wi Fi or cell phone abilities away from them. And it's an amazing thing, but it is a part of the world we live in. And I understand that that's a form of going dark, and most of us don't want to go dark. So we have this pastor, Bobby Leonard. He should be fired by whatever church organization that he's leading in. Sometimes you say things that apologies just don't wipe away. He stated, and this is quote unquote, if you dress like like that, meaning a lady in shorts, and you get raped, and I'm on the jury, I'm going to, he's going to go free. You don't like that, do you? I'm right though, because a man's a man. Let me state that again. If you dress like that and you get raped and I'm on the jury, he's going to go free. You don't like that, do you? I'm right though, because a man's a man. I don't know what kind of men that he knows who can't take the sight of a woman in a pair of shorts. We are not to be bunched together. We are not the same all kinds of animals. Some of us uh, have a feeling. Some of us love our mothers. Some of us love our wives and our daughters. Most of us, I would say a grand many of us, and I'm going to say 99. some percent to less than 1% have rapers in us. It's not what we do. It's not what we want to do. It's not what we think to do. And for this man to generalize other men that way, because inside of him, he is deprived and he had the nerve to be a pastor of a church. And if he had any integrity or decency, he would step down. He would say my apology is not good enough. Go and repent to your God, but also leave that pulpit ASAP. Uh, Then you got another idiot. The Fox commentator Ramon Aurelio claims that Trump's high-top sneakers will help him win the black vote because they, meaning, quote-unquote, they, love sneakers. Last time I looked, the world loves sneakers. The world is in sneakers. People have went away from hard bottoms you don't see as many johnson and murrays anymore you don't see as many floor shines anymore people go to weddings in sneakers and it's not just black people it's all people it's about comfort nowadays people are not acting to be so hardcore corporate they you know and for him to say this and for fox to repeatedly have people denigrate black people so in other words If you wear a pair of sneakers, you automatically win over a black crowd. It's the same as when this other idiot said that because Trump has a mugshot, black people are more likely to vote for him because we have some kind of kinship. You know, all of us don't know people that have been to jail. Stop generalizing us. Stop saying that we are all one. We're not all one. You know, you got some black people like fried chicken. You got other black people who are vegan. So we're not all one. You got some black people, Muslim. You got some black people who are Christian. Some black people are Republican and some black people who are Democrat. We are not the same. We are not the same. And this is being told to you by a black man because I've experienced a lot of conversations with a lot of other black men And I can tell you wholeheartedly, we are not the same. So it was Trump himself who suggested his mugshot and indictments appeal to black voters. So go to jail and wear sneakers and automatically back black people will love you. So why the hell haven't we elected gangsters as our aldermen, our congressmen, our senators? And speaking of Trump again, Judge Erdogan, denied Trump's move to stall the enforcement of that $350 million uh, fraud fine. Actually, the AG, Latia James, has threatened to seize his buildings if he doesn't pay. I don't know if she just tough talking or what she's doing. I don't know legally how they can attack him, but the time is coming near. For him to put up the money in the Eugene Carroll case, time is coming near to put up this $355 million in the fraud case, and he's going to have no choice but to either do it or be damned. You know what I mean? Wendy Williams, who's now 59 years old, has been diagnosed with dementia and speech affection, a, a speed-affecting disease. I don't care what you think about Wendy. Wendy meant a lot to a lot of people. Wendy probably caused a lot of damage on herself. I don't wish anybody this kind of pain. I hope and pray that uh, everything isn't played out in the public's eye. Once again, for likes, comments, subscribers, and money. I think that she deserves a little dignity. Wendy was doing something as a black woman that nobody else at the time was doing. She was getting into that Howard Stern territory when there weren't no shock jock females out there. Uh, You wouldn't have uh, this dude on Hot 95 or Hot 97, whatever his name is, uh, the God. He wouldn't exist without Wendy Williams because he was the silent, he was the silent, for the most part, sidekick to Wendy Williams when they were doing their thing and Wendy stepped off and did television. Was she different? Yeah. Did I really get into her? No. But I didn't have room in my heart to hate her. I didn't have room in my heart to uh, wish that she wasn't going to be successful, especially as a black woman ventured into a mostly white males-dominated field. I mean, and to be one of the first, if not the first, because we're talking about she was on WBLS in New York City. And you know what? There wasn't a lot of other women doing what she was doing. Other women spoke for five seconds and that was it. But she maintained a very popular radio show before she even got on TV. Uh, I don't know with this diagnosis if you can turn anything around. But like I said, I hope this doesn't play out in the general public. Now, I haven't listened to it yet, and maybe I will listen to it this week, and maybe I won't listen to it at all because I am not a big fan of Kanye West. But Kanye West and Ty Dolla Signs put out their Vultures album. From what I know, this thing went to number one. I don't know if it went to number one out of curiosity or people really enjoyed them or whatever, but this is just information that I'm passing along. I watched some TV this week the good doctor returned. Uh, It was kind of a ridiculous uh, concept uh, that Sean would think that you can put a baby on a schedule. Babies do not go on schedules. They make you alter your schedule. And uh, even the idea that his wife never really got angry at him and said, stop it or anything like that. Uh, You know what? Sometimes these shows stay on a little longer than they're supposed to. And before I forget, uh A&E brought back WWE rivals, which was Triple H and The Rock. That was good. And also they brought back legends. And Randy Orton spoke of his uh, drug abuse, his uh, immaturity, uh, uh, feeling uh, narcissistic. Uh, it, so that was a very good episode will trent returned and they had a character on there named cricket she was the muller from this is us i uh hope that she would be a long-term member of the cast but that didn't work out if you haven't seen it i really don't want to tell you what happened the equalizer has returned swat has returned SWAT is back doing a more multiple episode thing in uh, mexico again i guess uh This dude knows how to get his little vacations in while also making uh, the show. This is the last season of SWAT. I prefer the show when the whole crew is together. That's what I watch it for. I don't just watch it for uh, the lead and nobody else. I watch it for the whole cast, the whole crew, the whole SWAT team. We had a young lady minding her business at a golf range. Georgia Ball, who happened to be a professional LPG player. And a man is standing off camera, mansplaining to her about her swing. You know what? Watch your mouth sometimes and mind your business. If it ain't got a damn thing to do with you, leave people alone. This young lady could have told him at any time, do you know I'm on an LPGA tour? What do you do? What do you do for a living? But she was kind she was sweet and she basically just laughed it off and used it for her social media so uh we had the mexican open out there uh nobody really cared there was not a lot of stars who show up at the mexican open this is a pga tour event i'm waiting for the players championship which will be next month where they have all the big names together, and you get to see the best of the best. I don't usually watch golf when it's not the best of the best, uh, because why bother? When talking about golf, Tiger Woods' son Charlie, who is 15 years old, is trying to do a qualification for a PGA match. Uh, this is a 15-year-old boy. He got harassed by fans. He gets dogged out by fans. Uh, people bring their daughters to gawk over him as though he's uh, he can't help himself and he's got to take your granddaughter home and marry her and make her a woods. My wish for Charlie is that he continues to work on his game, that Charlie gets to experience some of the things his father experienced. What about letting him go to college for two or three years or maybe finishing out college and enjoy because it's not like he needs the money. He can still go to college for a couple of years, experience that kind of lifestyle, see what he really wants to do. Maybe at the age of 21, he might say, you know what, I don't want to golf anymore. Okay, so the boy shot a 12 on one hole and he finished 18 over par. But I guarantee you him shooting an 86, do you go out every day and shoot an 86? Do you go out and shoot an 86 with people uh, looking over your shoulder? Screaming at you? Probably not. I think that's pretty damn impressive for a 15-year-old to shoot an 86. I wish I would have been able to shoot an 86 at 15. I wasn't able to shoot an 85 until I was over 40 years old. Richard Sherman has been arrested for DUI. Richard Sherman is already on some kind of probation. I don't know how this is going to affect him on Undisputed. I don't know how Fox is going to look at this. I don't know how Amazon Prime is going to look at this. But I say shame on anybody, D-U-I-N. Shame on anybody, D-W-I. There is no reason for that in 2024. There are lifts. There are Ubers. There are, when you're Richard Sherman, there are fans. There are girlfriends. There are family. There are friends. There are regular cabs. You can hire a car service and get as drunk as a skunk as you want. You can smoke as much weed as you want and you won't be the one who's going to harm anybody. Do not pick up those keys when you are intoxicated. Do not pick up those keys. And if you pick them up, Lock them away in a box. Do not put them in your pocket and head towards a killing machine. Now, Richard, I hope, and you know what? I hope he doesn't lose his job. Many people get DUIs, and hopefully he can do what he needs to do with the court system and return to Undisputed because I like him on that show. I like that he gives Skip a little bit of grief from time to time because Michael Orvin's not going to do it. T. Sean is not really that dude either, but Sherman is combative with him, and I enjoy that, that how they go at each other. So the Bengals have informed T. Higgins, which they needed to do badly. If you can't sign him long term, they had to keep him on the team. So they franchise tagged him, which is a good move for the Bengals. Now, if, uh, Joe Barrow can stay and be healthy all season. He'll know that he has Higgins, maybe Boyd, and definitely Chase to throw the ball to all year. And maybe even uh, still have a uh, mix, mixing in the backfield. So, you know what? That offense has to stay potent for the Bengals to have a chance. And franchising T. Higgins makes perfect sense. This weekend, we had the Elimination Chamber. The host of the WWE's Elimination Chamber was Rhea Ripley. She's being Australian. It was over in Pert, Australia. She beat Nia Jax to keep her world uh, championship. I thought it was a good bout. Judgment Day beat Tyler Baines and Pete Dunne to maintain their WWE Tag Team Championship. Judgment Day cannot lose this belt before WrestleMania. I think it would be a damn foolish move to do that. If you have them wrestle on WrestleMania and they lose it to some up-and-coming team, you won't feel the same way uh, if they lose it on Raw SmackDown. The Women's Elimination Chamber match, Becky Lynch beat Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratus, and Naomi and will receive a uh, title match against uh, Rhea Ripley. Now, did I think Becky was the right call? No. Did Bianca look fantastic? Bianca was kicking ass in that match. She looked, uh, she lost, but she won at the same time. Uh, Tiffany Stratus is going to have to think about her gear that she wears. She seems to be slipping her top out all the time. Uh, Will that maybe cause her a big match down the road because she's going to have to be covered up and actually literally be pinned on a day that she's supposed to win because her breast slips out? She's got to have to think about that. WWE uh, heads are going to have to think about that. We had the men's elimination chamber match. Drew McIntyre, who they want to make the bad guy so bad, he beats Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, and Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. And he gets to go up against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Drew McIntyre had the chance to be the bad guy himself in this match, but they chose to let Logan Paul be the dastardly one. It makes no sense. If you're going to make Drew the beast, make Drew the beast. He can't be walking on this psychotic, I'm the bad guy, I'm not the bad guy type thing. I wanted Drew to do this himself, especially since he had Randy Orton in a position where he looked like probably kayfabe that he was really damaged, then let him destroy him. Let him destroy him, and that'll be all right. But Drew can't be punk, Drew, and crazy, Drew. At the same time, it doesn't work. You also had the Kabuki Warriors to kick off the show. They maintained their World Tag Team Champions. And if you don't know who that is, that's Oscar and Kyra Sane. They defeated Indy Hartwell, Native Ozzy, and Candice LeRae. I didn't think that uh Indy and Kansas had a chance to win this at all. The UFC had a fight card this weekend. Oh, by the way, I believe because of the way that LA Knight was ended in that uh elimination chamber, AJ versus uh AJ Styles versus LA Knight, WrestleMania night one, night two, it does not make a difference. I believe that they have to have that match kick off uh, uh, WWE has to find a way to put Bianca Belair on WrestleMania. You cannot have a WrestleMania right now without Bianca Belair. I mean, are they pushing towards Bianca going up against Jade Cargill? I don't know, but they have got to find a way. I don't care who they have to eliminate to get Bianca at WrestleMania. It's a must do situation. There are a lot of people in a short amount of time who definitely need to be added into other matches and maybe starting tonight, since we're in WrestleMania season, they will start figuring that out. Like I said, the UFC had a fight night and it was Brandon Moreno, native Mexican. This was from Mexico, taking on Brandon Royval. This was the second time they fought. Uh, Raval one Brian Ortega returned and he defeated R- Yari Rodriguez by submission arm triangle choke in the third round. I didn't really get into this. Uh, the UFC as of yet has not held my attention so far in 2024. So I'm not going to sit here and jive you, but there's a card coming up this weekend. Rosenstruck is taking on Shamel Gavel. Uh, Uh, A lot of names on this card you will not know, but I'm just letting you know that there will be a card this coming week, and the headline is going to be Rosenstruck versus Javez. Now, I'm going to give you the games of the week in the NBA. Tonight, you got Miami taking on the Sacramento Kings. Tuesday night, you got the Pelicans taking on the Knicks. San Antonio Spurs, my Spurs taking on the Timberwolves. Wednesday, you got the Kings going up against the champion Nuggets. You got the Battle of LA, the Lakers versus the Clippers. Thursday, you got Golden State playing New York. That should be good. OKC is taking on my Spurs. The Heat are taking on the Nuggets. Friday, you got the Mavs taking on Boston. You got the Kings taking on the Timberwolves. You got the Pacers taking on the Pelicans. Saturday, you got the Hawks taking on the going up against the Nets, you got the Jazz going up against the Heat, you got the Nuggets going up against the Lakers. Sunday, you got Golden State versus Boston, Clippers versus Timberwolves, Pacers versus my Spurs, and OKC versus Phoenix. Once again, people, let's not do anything for likes, comments, or subscribers. And what I mean when I say anything is the negative anythings, the lacking of integrity, the truth don't matter, pretending to be somebody you're not, having a fake news program, being a phony clickbaiter, being one of those people that do online challenges that put your health and the health of other people in jeopardy. Uh, Don't buy no likes. Don't buy no shares. Don't buy no subscribers. Be organic. Be honest. It's all right. If you're not going to be the most successful podcast, if you're not going to be the most successful vlogger, it might not be what you were meant to do in this life, but it might open up other avenues. You never know what God has for you if you be honest, if you be truthful, and if you be real at all times, I appreciate you. I always appreciate you. And now, even though I did a show about likes, comment, and shares, I would appreciate like. I would appreciate a comment. I would appreciate if you subscribed or shared my podcast with others. Feel free to do so, but don't feel compelled to do so. Do it because organically you would like to do so, and I will appreciate you for such. Uh, once again, I'm here every Monday, Strange Talk with Doc. I'm not, I'm not going to ever try to say anything just to be controversial. i got to be real because I might have to talk about something today that I might have to bring up months from now, and I can't have my story be all over the place because I know that people are always looking at you. When you don't think people are looking at you, that's when your integrity is on the line the most, because that's when you're really being judged. When you have your guard down and you don't think somebody's actually looking at you, that's when the world's looking at you. I appreciate you. I thank you. I I hope to have you back again. Uh, I hope that you have a good week. You get those reports you need, those green lights, that everything goes fine in your life. And if you do run up against roadblocks, that you have the strength, the power to fight against it. Don't give into it. Don't let people bait you into situations that you shouldn't be baited into. Uh, your integrity is priceless. And uh, I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.